Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Do you think influencers should be paid to spread safety messaging around COVID-19? Well, Fine Gael TD Neil Richmond has said social media influencers should be paid €20,000 to educate young people about COVID-19. And Minister for Higher and Further Education Simon Harris has told the Irish Mirror there's money in the pot. The government is desperate, of course to get through to youngsters as crowds gathered to rave outdoors over the weekend in a Covid hotspot being um, Oliver Bond uh, flat complex there which of course Micheál Martin visited today you may have seen it uh, do the rounds the pictures do the rounds on social media uh, Taoiseach Micheál Martin himself has said the government needs to intensify the effort in communicating with young people uh, stating influencers could be the key to hitting home the message uh, Neil Richmond has called on the government to invest in and prioritise proper communication which he says is vital in battling a second wave he said spending 20 grand or more would be a drop in the ocean compared to what has been spent already he told the Irish Mirror uh, this is his quote it is good that the Taoiseach has identified the possibility of using social media influencers going forward. If needs be, the government should invest in the key figures that feature across platforms such as TikTok and Snapchat <coughs> excuse me, Snapchat uh, to spread the message of how to tackle COVID-19. As effective as the Taoiseach or figures uh, like Simon Harris have been in, in, uh, in engaging with so many, we should realise that there are simply better non-political communicators on, the social, on social media that have the reach. Uh, Minister Simon Harris has said social media influencers seem to be willing to help out with communicating important COVID messages to young people, but said there is a budget there to pay for them if that is what is necessary. So today I want to know what you think of paying influencers to educate young people about COVID-19. Is it time now we did this? Is this a a decent progressive tactic? I'm going to speak to Alexander Ryan now in a second, uh, who would... uh would have a lot of knowledge in or around uh, influencers and what goes on in that, uh, in that field of, of social media. But the question I want to ask you today is, do you think it would be a good idea to pay influencers to spread the message about COVID-19? This really uh, caused a debate in the office earlier on. Uh, so I'm thinking the same will happen today. Uh, a lot of people are very divisive about this one. Do you think it would be a good idea to pay influencers to spread the message about COVID-19? 1850 410 494 or text or WhatsApp to 87 188 Let me speak now to Alexander Ryan, who is the founder and CEO of Goss.ie. Uh, good afternoon to you, Alexandra. Hi, how are things? Not too bad at all. So as I say, you kind of, I suppose, give us a little bit of background about yourself, first of all, for those who may not have heard about you. Uh, but you would have an insight, I suppose, into the influencer uh, side of things. I know someone said to me the other day, I think you're actually probably the best qualified person to talk about this because I understand both sides of it. Okay. So I own Goss.ie, it's an entertainment news website. We started in 2014, so we're six years old. We were the first publication in the country to ever write about influencers and recognise them as celebrities. I do think we are part of the reason why oh. now, as in we decided, you know, these guys are well known, everyone wants to know what they're doing, let's nominate them for awards, let's do feature interviews with them, let's film with them. We were really the first publication to do that. So I've really watched them grow from starting off on Snapchat with a couple of hundred followers yeah. to now having nearly half a million. And then on the other side of things, obviously because I run a publishing company, we work with advertisers and brands all the time. So I understand the concept of influencer marketing, how it works, 
how brands make money and why it's so effective. And how influential then do you think in general are these influencers? And we're talking, by the way, of uh, influencers who would have, you know, upwards of a few hundred thousand followers, even more into the millions. Mm. So uh, how influential are they for brands nowadays? So yeah, there's different categories. There's something called micro-influencers now, which are influencers who maybe have 10,000 to 20,000 people following them on social media. So let's say Instagram, for example. Mm. A lot of brands actually think they're more trustworthy because they have a very small, growing brand. They're not really getting paid by that many brands to do um, campaigns, so they feel a lot of people trust them. You know, they're very homegrown. Then you've got the other scale, which is, you know, 200,000, 300,000, 400,000 followers. And they're massive, but a lot of people would follow them either because they love them and they're obsessed or they're nosy and they're bitching about them. So you actually don't know exactly why, but there are masses of people on there. The reality is in terms of how influential they are, like, you know, we've worked with brands before that have worked with some of the Love Island stars, for example, the UK company, let's say UK clothing company. And then they come to Ireland and they're like, right, let's try the Irish market. And when they actually use an Irish influencer, they've told me that they've nearly tripled the sales compared to what they would get with the Love Island stars. So... And in terms of gossip as well, like when we write a story about Hollywood celebrities, it does really well, obviously. But mm-hmm. if we write a story about someone in the Irish public eye, mm-hmm. the stats are so much higher. So at the sure. end of the day, Irish people care about what Irish people are doing. Sure. And I'd say that's probably worldwide as well. People love local. Uh, they love to, exactly. to, to know about uh, the, the sort of person next door kind of thing. But in relation to influencers, I suppose we had this conversation in the office earlier on. Influencers or bloggers, if you like, would have started off just, you know, trying out things and, and explaining. Like we all do, we like to tell a story and tell what we like and the more popular you you are I suppose people will mm. take up that product more then came the money and then came a lot of influencers influencers mm. being paid and so on and then uh, there was a, a sort of a thought process that maybe they were compromised in some way when uh, advertising companies were targeting them because suddenly they yeah. were just trying stuff out and saying it was good because they're not going to say it's bad if they're being paid and I suppose that's the danger with this thing as well in, in, to a certain extent. Yeah, the, the, the biggest issue with influencer marketing is the exact same issue that's going to happen with this idea with the government is trust. Like that's the number one thing. Now, I want to say, first of all, there are a lot of influencers who genuinely, I know for a fact, are very genuine. They are trying the products that they're using. They care. But then even, let's compare Khloe Kardashian for a second. Like, she has been ridiculed so many times for uh, promoting skinny teas. You know, everyone says, you're a sellout, you're just trying to make money, you've never even tried them. That's the kind of ideology a lot of people have in Ireland as well, that a lot of the influencers actually don't care. They're not checking things, they just want to make money. And there's so many of them that actually aren't like that. But at the same time, of course, there are people that are like that. And in terms of the guidelines, like I personally, like anyone who follows me will know, I've been extremely strict since the beginning. And I've been talking about it nearly every day. You know, wash your hands, stay to two meters apart, don't meet up with your friends, don't go to that party tonight. And at the very beginning, all of the influencers said something about it. You know, they mentioned the pandemic, they mentioned the masks. But as we've gone on and as the pandemic has continued, a lot of people have kind of fallen off. Like a couple of weeks ago, we did a story about a few influencers that went to Ibiza and they didn't even mention anything to do with the pandemic. They were just over there having the time of their lives. Mm. And we had to write about it because they were like, this isn't right. Like something needs to be said. So I think with the government, our number one, I think they want people to start talking about it again. But number two, I do think they're concerned that People are logging onto their Instagram and their TikTok and they're seeing people dancing and going in nights out. Where is the mention of the pandemic? Mm. Where are they saying, don't forget to bring your mask out tonight, lads? Now, there are some that are doing it. There genuinely is. Yeah. There's a lot who aren't. 
But I suppose it, it isn't, I mean, it isn't their duty to do it. Um, it's their, you know, you could argue that it's their social duty like all of us. Uh, but that's mm. where the government are, are, are sort of coming into play here. They're saying, right, well, they're not kind of forced to do it. That's fair enough. We can't force anyone to do it unless we go down the monetary route. And mm. they're looking at paying the likes of, of, of some of these influencers around 20 grand. Would you agree with that or would you agree that there should be more of a push for them to do it for free? I think mixed. Like, I think really since this all began, the communications should have been stronger. Like, the government have been sending press releases to radio stations, newspapers. I think these releases should have been going out to social media agencies that look after these people. Okay. To be like, just so you know, this is what's happening. Because the, the amount of misinformation that's out there, like, I'm 30 years old and there's friends of mine in their late 20s, early 30s. They still don't fully understand the guidelines. They're still not 100% sure who they're meant to be meeting up with. You know, they're still not sure. So I think from the beginning, they should have been told. The monetary thing, I know a lot of people's arguments, like I see it right now on Twitter, people replying to this conversation. People are saying they should do it for free, but like you wouldn't ask a newspaper to put in four page ads for free or you wouldn't, you know, put an ad on a bus for free. It's just not how advertising works. Okay. I do think they need to be paid. And 20,000 sounds like a lot, but some of these instances would demand like five grand for one post. So a 20 grand campaign is a campaign. It's a whole idea. So I think, yes, influencers should be doing this anyway. Talk about the guidelines. Mm. Tell your followers, you know, this is the right thing to be doing. But if there's a campaign idea, like... For James Kavanagh, for example, I think he's been brilliant. He's always wearing his mask. If he did a video campaign, something very funny, something very engaging, a lot of people would watch it because they know he's good crap mm. and they think it's funny. But then also the message comes through. And that's the difference between a paid campaign and just coming on and saying something. They're going to have to be careful, though. Like, I personally think the government needs to vet everyone. And I don't know if they are because the briefs have already gone out. I know that for a fact. They've already sent the briefs out for what they want. I don't know, are they going back to their accounts to March to see, did they fly off? Did they go on to house parties? I don't know if they're doing that. And the problem is, if they pick someone that's not going to adhere to the guidelines, it's going to end in controversy, just like yeah. Golfgate and Berlin D2. And then we're going to be back at the beginning. And I think there'll even be more lack of trust. Sure, I, 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 I suppose you're right, though. It, it is kind of targeting the, the trustworthy person. Like, you know, and mm. I, I don't know James Kavanagh from, from Adam. I, I know that he likes classic hits, I might say, because he, he puts up a lot of stuff <laughs> on his TikTok and that, which we do, we do uh, appreciate because he listens to the radio station. But mm. to me, he would be quite a trustworthy character because he's in the public guy. He does other things like TV and so yeah. on. So I suppose, that, you know, we shouldn't uh, confuse matters here. It's not like the government, I suppose, are going to target some randomer who got a, you know, has a few random dodgy videos. Uh, they get a few yeah. hundred thousand hits. So that's not the way they're going, I'm sure. But can we revisit and just talk in detail very quickly, uh, uh, Alexandra, about young people and their news consumption? Because I think this is really important. And I heard um, sort of uh, someone who worked alongside uh, Dr. Fed in the States and the AIDS epidemic and so on when it first began and it was very clear that they got a certain amount of things right she said um, and mm. from, different from the scientific side of things they said one of the things they got right was very early they identified that those who were who were contracting the d- disease the most were not looking at mainstream news yeah. and then they decided to target the influencers of that side of um, the community or he- whoever that may be that were being affected they, they pinpointed mm. uh, certain influencers which weren't social media influencers obviously in the 80s but they were singers and and, and, and all the rest of it. Uh, so that's kind of, that opens my eyes to yeah. to it in, in, in this respect as well, although things have changed technologically and so on and so forth. But is it the case, do you believe, that young people who are, you know, having these parties or whatever, are genuinely not consuming the mainstream news that me and you will consume? Yes, definitely, 100%. Okay. Like I, you know, like I used to work in newspapers, I come from a news background, so I would 
watch the news. I would read newspapers. But, for example, I have a TV. All I watch on it is Netflix. I don't turn on the news. I don't watch 6 o'clock news. You know, and I'm I'm 30, so imagine someone 20. Like, why on earth would they be turning on the news? I think there's such an issue with mental health at the moment. People are feeling really low. They're feeling really down. Yeah. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to see it. They don't want to see all the numbers. And that's why having someone that you like do something a bit different in a funny, maybe entertaining way is the way to get the message across. Because people are honestly avoiding the news at the moment. They're like, I can't actually listen to these numbers again i don't want to know about it and the thing is i think you know i don't know if you saw the social dilemma on netflix it's very interesting at the moment but they're talking about how focused people are on their phones and that is it people are looking at their handsets every day they're on tiktok they're on facebook they're on instagram that's where we need to get people's attention if they're watching a funny video or they're watching a youtube makeup tutorial in the middle of it if there was some sort of message about did you sanitize your hands today did you bring your mask out I genuinely think the impact could be huge. And I do understand a lot of people are giving out about it and they think, oh, those influencers can't influence anyone. That is your opinion because mm. you don't follow them. But I know for a fact that I've bought clothes, I've bought makeup, cinema tickets because I've seen stuff on people's stories. And sure. it's not that that person is the most influential person in the world. It's just that is where I consume my content. Sure, and but I, 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 and also, uh, sorry, Alexander, I don't think that's too new either. It's just, I suppose, mm. focused in upon now there's, there's, there are influencers and they have a platform. I mean, it's, it's, it's an age-old thing where you see someone who is quite popular and you see what they like and what they're doing and you follow it. It happens not only on social media, it happens on the street. It just, it's just the way it goes. Uh, but it's now it's a term. Sort of, I think influencers are dirty word but like it's basically yeah. just a celebrity it's somebody that you know anyone that has any bit of a following whether you're a politician a music an artist whatever you are an influencer sure it's just now this term has been connected to social media and people are thinking oh they don't have a real job but at the end of the day like i've seen influencers in ireland sell out products like brands that you have sold out on items they are successful they are marketing tools they are working, so let's use that. I mean, does it really matter who's telling the message? As long as we're getting the numbers down, to me, that's the most important thing. I don't care if it's Peppa Pig telling people to do it. Whoever is going to get through, I'm like, yeah. do that. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, Alexander Ryan, uh, founder and CEO of Gossady. Interesting insight. Thanks a million for that. I appreciate it. And uh, have a good day. Thanks, Alexander Ryan. Uh, right then, I want to play some WhatsApp audio, and then I want to go to Dave. Uh, one second. Now, the question is, by the way, uh, should... Uh, influencers be paid by the state uh, to spread the message about COVID-19 because that is what's being suggested. What do you reckon? 1850 or text or WhatsApp 087-188-0008. Oh, hey guys, just turn on the radio and listen to your story about influencers being paid. Um, I thought it was April Fool's. Are you kidding me? People's pandemic payments have been cut since yesterday and they want to pay 20 grand to a group of fools to dance around on TikTok or Snapchat. Jeez, this country has lost a run of itself. Look after the people that are working in the front line. Look after them, like myself, my family, and all my neighbours. Okay? Jesus, cop on. Okay, Dave, you're live in Classic. How are you, Dave? What? Sorry, Mike. Well, there you go. That's a man very angry at the suggestion of paying influencers to put out the safety messaging around, around COVID-19. Yeah. Are you, are you, are you in you, the same boat? Yeah. Are you surprised? <laughs> um, you know what I, I I, know I'm not that there's a backlash to this I'm not but I am not in that camp now I have to say ba- based on what I heard in in, in, uh, in relation to other epidemics in, in history and how they have targeted influencers of the time I can see some logic to it Dave no 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 I do I mean how many times have musicians um, gotten people's attention to a certain cause yeah. before uh, a government has no that's true. I don't. I don't disagree because the way we consume media and content nowadays is completely different than it was. Jesus, 
10 years ago. So using influencers to get to young people is fine, but it's just the monetary value that they put out. Like 20 grand. Are they for real? I mean, it's bad enough we've a bunch of parasites in doll air and lying in their pockets at the moment. And mm-hmm. um, what's it called? They can't raise the minimum wage for the people who work throughout the pandemic. Um, a couple of years ago, we had a really bad flu season. They couldn't provide more resources for the HSE. Mm. But you're selling, uh, saying that like you're going to give some vapid narcissist on Instagram 20 grand to ask people to wash their hands and wear a mask. <laughs> yeah, but I you mean, see, I... I you know, but I'm just, no, but I... I'm just I, I like, yeah, go on, Dave, sorry. No, but I'm just saying, it's just like, if some of these people really gave two shits about um, people's health, they would have been doing it the whole time. Like, mm. I'm not one of those people who's like, down with influencers like i follow people on youtube and stuff like that and Mm. a lot of them especially a lot of the bigger ones and the people like a lot of these people put in a lot of work like guys people who stream video games is a perfect example people seem to think that like um you know you're a guy who plays video games for eight hours a day you're doing nothing but you're not because a lot of these people are working you know 12 13 14 15 hours days to garner a following to hold on to the following to interact with their friends to set up Patreons with, you know, rewards. So those people, instead of, like, paying, like, a licensing fee to a TV station, you are directly funding them yourself, and they're putting in the work, which is fair enough. But the idea that we're going to start giving, like, 20 grand, you know, it's not the paying them that I have an issue with. It's, it's the size of the amount. Like, how many people yeah, are going to jump I, I know, but I think, I think Alexander Ryan gave it an insight uh, there into how much these people are being paid. Like I, I, I think there's an underestimation, um, you know, amongst all of us who don't necessarily use social media as influencers, uh, as to how much these guys are getting paid. Like they're getting paid twenty grand standard for um, a campaign, and these are people who are reaching, you know, a few hundred thousand people. Oh no, that's fair enough. And again, I'm, I'm not against the idea of you using influencer. I mean. Really thinking about it, it, it's kind of a surprise that it's only now that this idea is someone's like to the forefront of people's minds. But it's just, I don't know, it's, it's like we're now officially in a recession. You know what I mean? Like the bill for like um, everything thanks to coronavirus, what did they say the estimate was? Up to 80 billion. You know what I mean? It's like it's not the influencers who are going to feel the brunt of this, it's not the big people who are raking in. And I, I don't begrudge them. Fair play to them because a lot of the people who are big and who are at the top they put in the work for it. But you are going to have every person coming out with a woodwork with their hand out looking for a bit of money. Mm. While, you know, when next year, when we're deep in a recession and, you know, Brexit is messing up our economy, um, it, it's those, like, those of us on the ground. It's the low-paid workers. It's the people on minimum wage. Okay, We're going to have to foot the bill again. Yeah, I, 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 and, I, and I understand that. I get that. There's people suffering financially and then they hear 20K uh, to go to some influencer who's sitting at home dancing. I, I, I totally understand that. And, uh, and, and that's also just after hearing that um, how many special advisors have been appointed to um, the backbencher TDs and they also yeah. give themselves another 2% of a pay rise. It's yeah. A, People have a very low tolerance for bullshit. Okay, will you, you know? ha- will you hang on, Dave? Because if Anya, Anya, will you hang on? I have to take a break, uh, Anya. Yeah. I'm under time <laughs> pressure, but hang on there, please. Because I know Anya's point is that young people simply don't care. Have a think about that as well, Dave, because I want to get into that because we spoke about that in the office earlier on in, in relation to all this influencer chat. Um, whether it will matter a damn and whether young people, some young people, actually just don't care. But anyway, hang on to that uh, thought for a second. Uh, 1850-410-494 if you want to get in touch or 087-188-0008. Do you think it's a good idea to pay influencers to spread the safety messaging around COVID-19? Might as well set the 20 grand on fire. So typical of the Irish government. They're just 
absolutely ridiculous. Give it out to Kim Kardashian, let her do it like. So a suggestion that 20 grand should be paid to influencers to get the COVID-19 safety messaging across. What do you reckon? 087-188-0008 for texts and WhatsApps like that. If you want to send a, a voice message, you can do just that as well to that number. Anya, how are you? Hello. You're live in Classic Hits. Go ahead, Anya. You're all for, I'd say, now giving money to influencers, are you? On TikTok and so on to spread the messaging? It's kind of a waste of money, isn't right. it? But it's not just young people either. I see older people. They're just as bad, you know? In what, so in what, in what sense? In the supermarket. Oh, uh, not, not complying, you mean? Yeah. Mm. They're not adhering to the guidelines at all. It's so, not just the young people. They go in big yeah. groups. But then you get people going in wearing the mask into the supermarket. They come out. They're really close to one another. One lets the mask down. You see, that's what's going on as well. Mm. It's not just young people, but they go in big groups and they, they kind of don't care. Yeah. And educate, which we all know what to do. It's simple. Yeah, I, I, I know, and, and you say we all know what to do, right? And and it, it, is it as simple? And I know, that, like, the basic messaging, of course, with the washing hands, the hand hygiene, the coughing etiquette, the mask wearing, and the social distancing, yeah? I would imagine that's completely clear, right? But then we move into the more complex side of things where there's five levels. And there's the, we're in the level three, which you can't do this, which you can't do this, which you can't do this. Then we're in four, which we're not in four, they're in three, you're in two. I'm not trying to confuse things today, but like there is that level of confusion out there. So could that res- be resolved if a streamlined approach from the government happened towards influencers, and which is essentially just another side of the media to target? I mean, I can't see that confusion either. Like even in a pub, you know, if you have your distance and just stay there and yeah. don't talk too loud and keep your distance is the real, is the most important thing. Yeah, it? I suppose I'm talking about the how many people you can meet outdoors, indoors, in what county or whatever. Like it's there for everybody to access, don't get me wrong. Uh, but the average teenager isn't, and go, is, you know, I, I would assume, and I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to underestimate teenagers, but for the most teenagers, their news comes from social media. It comes from not even Facebook. It comes more from Snapchat and TikTok and celebrities and all that, you know. And if those celebrities and Snapchat uh, celebs and so on aren't pushing the message, those young kids are not getting the constant messaging that we get. Like, I play a break here now in the next 10 minutes, and you're, I'm full sure you're going to get a COVID uh, safety messaging ad. Yeah, they're on all day. Everywhere. I know. But that's what I'm saying. But they're not I on all day for kids. It's very simple. If you just adhere to the guidelines, it couldn't be any simpler. Don't mind saying so many. Just keep your distance, that's all. Yeah, well, Dave, you know. the, the, well, I'll let Dave respond there. Is that the case? The, the kids should know this. It's, it's basic. Yeah, but it is. I mean, like, I don't think paying some Instagram star 20 grand to give uh, young people a breakdown of the five levels is going to make it any more um, palatable for people. Mm. I mean, the fact that the fact that we don't get it is because it is confusing. It's like they got the lads from Monty Python for IT thing. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> No, but genuinely, no, well, I know. No, I'm laughing. But I actually, I, you know, and I'm not trying to back them up here, but I always maintain that it's a confusing time. It, it, there is no really, really look, simplistic approach uh, if you were going to start into levels and opening. Look, of, of, I, I would agree with you there, right? Yeah. I would agree with you at the start. We all cut Leo and Simon a bit of, uh, bit of flack at the start because it was new times. It was confusing, right? But we're we're six months into this, mm. okay? Mm. I mean, come on, like you know, hindsight is a is a wonderful thing and all, but we're six months in. They they should have a more clear message. We know 
we knew more about the coronavirus in three months than we did about SARS in the first year and a half. After yeah, that's true. The information overload has been quite exceptional, actually, and, and, and the amount of studies done in such a, such a short amount of, of time. But do you remember at the start, interestingly, and uh, Anya, you might remember this as well, um, Conor McGregor, for, just for example, just as let's use him as an influencer, as in, mm-hmm. right, okay. <laughs> let's not, right. All right, we don't I'm have any fans or not. No, no, yeah. I'm just saying that... He did his thing where he had this sort of, you know, rousing uh, um, plea with people. Do you remember? We need to lock the country down now. And he did all this, right? And yeah, yeah. all right, we all sort of said, ah, has cool the Jets there now, Connor. However, there were a lot of his followers that suddenly took things seriously. So, like, we have to consider that. You may not like Conor McGregor or whatever, but he has a massive fan base that will take yeah, everything he says very seriously. No, that is fair enough. And, you know, influencers, particularly social media influencers, have more of an outreach and more of a grip on teenagers than probably a lot of parents have. Yeah. But my whole issue with this is, why are we putting a monetary value on what should be your civic duty? Like, if you actually really do give a continental hoot about the people who pay your bills, you should be doing this stuff for free anyway. Mm. Like, you shouldn't have some young one on, um, say, Instagram or something, you know, say, okay, hi, guys, you know, before we go into uh, my makeup tutorial today, <laughs> let's show you how to sanitize your hands. I mean, come on, you know, this is, they're taking a piss now at this point. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think you're, you're... Okay, let's not confuse it with the fact that they're not going to go to some random young one, right, who has a few thousand followers because she did something mad. They're going to I go know, to people who have, yeah, who have some trustworthy nature about them. That, you know what I mean? That, they, that are all... That, they're going to go to influencers, essentially, I would imagine if they're going to do this, who are looked after by agents and they can go through agencies and there's accountability for those influencers. So it's not random dance man. No, I know know it's not random dance man, but why, like, 20 grand? Like, why was that Because that is what... I don't know why your man mentioned that number. But but you know what? Even Simon Cosby, this is is a, a perfect example of the disconnect between the political class and your average common person. Because they'll just throw like a number like twenty grand and not realize that the ire that they're going to draw from people. Yeah. Like I'm on the lamb now to um, uh, to the taxman next year for about twelve hundred quid because yeah. we were put on the the um, COVID payment, which we didn't need to be because I work for a rich farmer. But you know, he was just able to get us on it to save himself a few pounds. Right. I'm not getting any help for that. What about like like Brexit in particular is going to decimate? the agricultural industry in this uh, country. Mm. And we're already, where I work, we're already seeing that at the moment. Because the farmers aren't spending any money. Okay. Where's the help for the farmers? But no, we're going to go to Mr. Social Media person. Here's 20 grand to say a few out a few lines. Like, if they really care, they should be doing it. I know, but this is a a public health crisis. And there are other people getting paid to put out messaging. And I suppose the point is, why why shouldn't they if they're a business like other media outlets? I will say, by the way, uh, Dave, I do agree with you to a certain extent in relation to the disconnect. And it, it annoys me sometimes, and I'm not getting into a lockdown or not lockdown debate or whatever, but I don't believe there's enough consideration for people who are in underprivileged circumstances. And I think that's a danger too, because it's, it's constantly peddled about lockdowns uh, from people who it's pretty okay for them to have a lockdown because they're going to do up their gardens or buy potted plants in the DIY store or whatever. There's, and that is where I think there's a dangerous disconnect. There's not enough yeah, thought put into people who find lockdowns very, very difficult financially, and mentally right and all there, that. Yeah, and that right there is the reason people don't listen. It's not because you're, you're going after 
you're not hitting the right demographic. And so somebody is saying, look at you up there in your ivory tower, get stuff, so I'm going to go do what I want to do. Yeah. So, so in other words, you have certain people saying, you know, we need to lock this down immediately, this is a disgrace, and there's too many numbers, and everyone should be locked in their home. And then you have people locked in a flat complex or, or something other, you know, in other yeah. countries as well, in more, you know, particularly <clears throat> dire situations, who are saying, well, hang on a second, you know, what, what am I supposed to do here? It's all right yeah, for you, like, you know. It's, what, about a, what about a family of six who are living in a hotel room, a yeah. one-bedroom hotel room? Yeah. Where's the health for them? Why yeah. aren't we paying out through the nose for them? Or mental health services? Or people with special needs who are yeah. constantly underfunded? You know, we just seem to piss money up against the wall on the wrong things in this yeah. country. I, 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 and I, you know what? You raise a good point, Dave. And again, as I say, I'm not against restrictions or anything like that. I, I Whatever, follow the public health advice. You know, I think everybody should. But I, I, more consideration should be given to those who find it very, very difficult when we go into this lockdown and this these calls for lockdown. As you say, it's the sick people living in a flat or it's the, you know, it's the... Um, COPD sufferer uh, with the grandkids and the, the, the parents, you know, in, in the flat who suddenly now can't work or are told to work from home. They don't have the technology to work from home. And, you know, I don't use public transport. You tell that to a person who can't get by, who has to use public transport to get to work, you know. Mm. You know, go for There's a test. For you tell that to the guy who, 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 who doesn't want to go to a test because he can't afford to lose his week's wage packet. Those are the things that we need to take consideration or, or give consideration to. 100%, yeah. Like, I mean, one thing I can't understand about this, um, Larry Goodman, how is that man's name not being dragged through the dark in the media? Well, I, mean, I don't want to get into it. I don't want to get into it. I don't no, I know, but it. I'm just saying, the, the meat factories, he's head honcho there. Like, I live in Tipperary, and I know for a fact that the lads working in some of those yeah, meat well, factories... I know he had, he came out at the time, and I've no right, you know, I, I can't give him a right to reply, so... Yeah, uh, well, we, that's we, fair we, we, yeah, we, yeah. we leave it there, but I, I know in relation to the meat factories and all that, that was that was well covered. Um, seems to have, have disappeared a little bit, mind you, uh, over the last while. Anyway, listen, I appreciate you coming on, and, and, and thanks for your call, Dave. I've, I do have to take a break. Um, Jay, if you'd hang on for me, please, triple zero eight. text or WhatsApp, please. I would advise, by the way, if I can be, if can I be an influencer for a second, <laughs> is to follow public health advice. Of course, we should all keep washing our hands, keep the distance, don't be complacent uh, and all that. I think that's really, really important. I'll listen to this uh, voice message on WhatsApp. Hi, I just wanted to make the point that I think people are getting very annoyed and up in arms about the idea of spending 20,000 on influencers. I think they're getting so annoyed because they have no idea what advertising actually costs. So at the moment, we can see ads for around the COVID-19 messaging. We can see it right across newspapers, television, billboards, that is costing thousands and thousands. So adding a few influencers onto the advertising budget that they're already using is actually very, very small. It's only a drop in the ocean. And if it has some help, then it's worth it. And it's worth a shot because, I mean, you know, the economic um, cost of lockdowns is so much that anything is worth a shot. And like, really, I know people are going mad about it, but it is only a drop in the ocean in terms of the amount that's been spent on advertising at the moment and I don't think people realise the amount that's been spent and that's why they're getting so up in arms if they knew the cost of billboards down the road if they knew the cost of television advertising I think they'd be getting just as angry over those um, methods of spreading the message Thank you Okay, an interesting point actually so we're sort of underestimating uh, the power and the expense of of advertising in general and why not just add to the advertising budget that is already there Simon Harris seemed to suggest that the pot is there anyway uh, for uh, COVID-19 
a safety message advertising if you like uh, why not just add it to another medium which would be influencers uh, so maybe that's changed your mind 1850 WhatsApp 087 now then Jay you're live on Classic Hits how are you Jay? Afternoon Mike Afternoon to you what do you reckon Jay? Uh, it's the way the world isn't it? I mean that's the way the world is going everything's gone online now yep. nobody listens to the mainstream media anymore nobody listens to RT anymore they just don't believe them anymore but, uh, well, I wouldn't say no one listens to it anymore. Uh, they have... you know, I think people are really starting to see what they really are. But uh, how many influencers are we going to use? And then who picks these influencers? Is it just going to be people that agree with what the government say? Or are you got to be allowed to have their own opinion? Well, I'd and imagine they'd have the... Cri- the, the, what's, the like... what's, the cri- what's the criteria then for them? Like, do they have to have so many followings? I mean, there's thousands of them out there, so who gets to pick them? So Alexander Ryan gave a, a decent insight into it earlier on, and she spoke about, and, and I've kind of thought about this before myself, actually, and, and uh, it obviously is a thing in the agency side of, of, of the game. Uh, even if you have 5,000 followers and you seem quite influential, um, you're called a micro-influencer, I think, and then sometimes people have more trust in you because you have less but more engagement, whereas you may not have as much trust if someone has two million followers and you reckon they're somewhat compromised uh, by advertisers and so on. So there's there's a complex game at play here, Jay, and let's not underestimate it. Um, oh, and, it's and a and business, Mike. It's, it's a massive a business. It's a million pound business now at this stage. Yeah, and I'm not advocating for it. I'm up for debate on it, but I'm just, I don't want people to get confused with the viral videos they get in their WhatsApps or whatever of daft things that, oh, they're just going to pick your one because you did something daft and she know, hasn't, or he, or whatever. Ones, we think we all know the ones that are going to pick it. It, it is the ones that are pushed and that have the yeah. big corporations behind that. Yeah, who they have, have the, the articles up. written about them in oh, magazines yeah, and all that, yeah. yeah. As I said, so they're basically just, they're going to be given a sheet of paper and told to read that. And I mean, that, that's, to me, that doesn't sound right. That doesn't seem right that the, these people are just going to be given one narrative and one narrative only. And that's the way we're going forward. There's, mm. no, there's no open mind thinking there. Mm. I mean, it was proved yesterday in the doll when our so-called, whichever woman was leading the country, came out and said he wasn't listening to the expert then from Sweden. It was his way or no way. Yeah. I mean, they don't seem to want to be to debate this. I mean, not everybody believes in everything that they're hearing. And not, you know, so mm. it's no. basically just a closed shop now. So we're just going to give you this narrative. The media are pushing yeah. it. We're going to have influencers pushing it now. It's all over the newspapers, but, all over the television. Okay, but, but Jay... what we say or, or don't, you know. Sure. But you know, in relation to Dr. Johan and all that yesterday, and I, yeah. I get all that, and there's you know debates yeah. now happening about herd immunity and all that. That's out in the public, and it's happening if you want to call it main within mainstream media, which a lot of people are calling it or whatever. Uh, but I think the general messaging, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but for people are for the time being anyway. While we go into winter, I think no matter what kind of opinion you have on lockdowns or, or longevity of this whole thing is to wash hands, cough etiquette and social... I've been so- that since the very start. Right. On the whole lot. That's, I mean, that's what we can do. We've been told from the start out to beat this. I'm trying to get rid of the virus. It's not going to work. If you look through history, viruses can't be got rid of. They, they filter out on their own. We yeah. can learn to adapt and live around them. But, but I mean, sorry, Mike... We're, we're meant to be intelligent. We're, yeah. we're meant to have all these intelligent people there and... And the Russian through vaccines, I don't think it's safe either. Take, it takes years and years and years to develop a safe vaccine. Well, there's now, a possibility we won't get a vaccine, yeah. Mm. 
But but sorry to to finish my uh, my point in relation to the hand hygiene and all that. Would that at least be something we could spend uh, money on that would be worth it to influencers to say we're not telling you to go and uh, tell everyone to lock it down or, or or follow a zero COVID policy, or whatever. We're literally giving you this money to put out a two week campaign uh, to your hundred thousand young followers in the fifteen to twenty age uh, bracket to tell them about hand hygiene and don't forget the I messaging. Think you already know that. I don't think we're giving them. Enough credit. Yeah, oh, well, that's true too. I have a lot of kids, like, uh, 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 as no one knows, and there's no problem with, with washing the hands. They've always done it. It's something that we've instilled in since they were kids. Yeah. Well, I, 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 yeah, and I, yeah, yeah, well, that's true. Uh, do, uh, do you have kids yourself, by the way? I have eight of them. Eight kids? Yeah. My goodness. And uh, ranging ages from how young to how old? 27 down to seven months old. Down to seven months old. Okay, so bar yeah. the seven month old, up, up from that. They're all yeah. pretty aware of the hand hygiene and everything. Yeah, they've always been aware of it. Though. They're not allowed near their table unless they wash their hands. Yeah. They're not allowed in. As soon as they come in, uh, even before COVID, as soon as they come in the door from outside, stay into the bathroom, wash your face and hands. And, I mean, they've always done that. Yeah. Cops well, sneeze, they've always been told to sneeze or cough into a tissue or into their elbow. That yeah. was just etiquette in their house. Mm-hmm. I thought that was standard across the board. Well, hang on a second, Jay. Eddie, you're live in Classic Hits. How are you, Eddie? How are you? Not too bad at all. So 20 grand for a campaign for some influencer to put forward the, the safety hygiene messages. What do you reckon? I said, I would really like to go with the message earlier on. Um, I think it's two questions about whether you agree with it or whether the cost. The cost I don't disagree with because, as I said, I said that was my sentiment when I text into the advertiser, it already cost probably way, way more. You know what I mean? People actually really understood how much advertisement did cost or does cost. You might realise it's, it's it's not as, as bad, and the Dutch up there were just saying about like oh, what narrative are you going to take? It? Yeah. No one in advertisement uh, follows really. If you think of it, comes on and gives their opinion. That's 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 kind of defeats the purpose of paying them. Yeah. You 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 pick someone that will suit your message. You go to an advertisement agency. They they they, propose, they put a proposal for us to make sure your message. No one comes along and. Pays for, if you know what I mean. I'm, 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 look, I'm not into, but it's 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 it, 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 there's no loose narrative that anyone no. says. That's that's a completely different avenue. Again, I, so I, I know I know what you mean. So it's basically look. I, here's how I would think it works, Eddie. And tell me if you think I'm right. Uh, like advertising has gone in such a way that the days of this is our product, it's great, this is why, yeah. please buy it, is kind of gone in the social media circles. Uh, so what now advertisers and agencies do, uh, they try to get creative with things and they try to incorporate their product in in such a way that people don't think they're being pushed something because people are pushed something every day uh, through algorithms and so on on social media. So they try, yeah, they try to get it out creatively. So if that's a dancer on TikTok, TikTok or whatever, you know, the dancer then, if he's getting paid, he'd go, right, well, I'll come up with a dance that's about social distancing, right? And we won't go close yeah. to each other and we'll do the thing, whatever, right? And that's the way it will work. So it, they try incorporated creatively. I don't believe they're going to give money to some guy uh, or girl on in TikTok or Snapchat to go, hello, my name is Influencer A or whatever, and you should wash your hands. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's about, I suppose, just getting it through to young people in a creative way to keep the message going. That's all. It is, but I also think, as you said, you touched on it there a little while ago about the AIDS campaign, say, in America, where they want to come in and they, they sort out. Yeah. Like, I don't mean to be people... Like, like when they were trying to let's say target the, the, the gay community. Sure, yeah, yeah. At the, at, at, at the time, yeah. Yeah, yeah, at the time. But what I'm saying is like so like people probably thought as a as a as an attack when they heard it coming from say people not in the community. Yeah. But they got people within it and that's 
but I can change it. Yeah, that's a, is an interesting point. Some and sometimes young people, although I don't underestimate young people, and I think uh, young people, particularly teenagers, have a lot to offer. Uh, yeah. But yeah, sometimes they rebel against authority, and and it's not me, Mar- Martin. They're listening to it's it's TikTok or whoever. Yeah, 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 exactly. Well, I mean, that's primarily what I am. I just think it's a problem. Too much to the argument. What what you're, I'm listening to. Oh, you're, you're, you're bre- you're, Eddie, you're breaking up there, unfortunately. Sorry. Yeah, you're breaking up there. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. Quick, quick yeah, point, yeah. Saying, yeah, quick. He was just saying he was going to need help with his COVID payment. And I was like, you've got help. And now you want help with your help? Who's this now? The chap was under a few minutes ago before you. He was complaining. That was one of his clients. He said, oh, I don't get any help. He said, my tax bill. He said, because of oh, the COVID yeah. payment. And I'm like, well, you've got help. Yeah. And now you want more help. More help. help. Get over yourself. I, I understand, I understand. But listen, Eddie, Eddie, I appreciate it. I have to go to news, but thanks a million for the call, all right? Yes. And thanks a million to everybody who called. It's it's um it's a it's an odd one, isn't it? I, I think what made this really divisive was when Neil Richmond or yeah, came out with a twenty thousand uh, statement and that really got people up in arms. But that kind of is around the, the price nowadays, the market price to get a campaign going uh, with some major social media influencers. But then on the other side, people are saying, well, even with conversations like this and all the stuff being pushed out in social media around this subject now, maybe influencers will start to go, do you know what? It is, a, you know, it's my civic duty to to put out this public health messaging and they might you know, it might actually be productive in a weird counterproductive way. Hopefully social media users for free now will start coming out and uh, giving the, the safety messaging around COVID-19. Enda, you're live in Classic Hits. How are you, Enda? I'm good, Mike. How are you? Not too bad at all. You work in advertising, yes? I do, yeah. I've spent the last eight years uh, working in marketing and, and advertising. So, uh, you know, I have a fairly good idea in terms of mm. the cost uh, that goes into certain mediums of marketing. Okay, and, um, and, and you, so you, have, you would work uh, with influencers, yes? Yes, I have, I have worked with influencers in the past. Um, so, I mean, it's, it really is a hugely effective uh, channel for, for marketeers. And, I mean, there's been, there's been research done that has shown, you know, over 80% of marketeers have agreed with the effectiveness of influencer marketing. Um, especially when you look at the various channels. Like, I mean, if you, go on, if you look at outdoor advertising mediums or even TV and even down to radio you know you can look at outdoor billboards for example mm. you could put you could put three or four outdoor billboards across the town and that could cost you 20 grand mm-hmm. um, and when you look at influencer marketing on the other side of things you know some people might say oh you know it's a lot of money for one person to get but I think it all depends as well especially when you consider what this influencer is getting paid for in, reg- in regard of raising awareness mm-hmm. around COVID. Mm-hmm. So th- these marketeers that would have chosen this influencer wouldn't have just said, oh, look, let's just pay this person a load of money and get them to shout our message. Sure. They, would have car- they would have carefully chosen him or her because they have such an influence over the demographic that, they're, that we're trying to reach, which is, you know, that under 30, under 40 group. Yeah, and um, in relation then to to because people are really interested about this, and it's sort of it's, it's sort of behind the scenes stuff. But I suppose this brings it to light a little bit with the twenty grand mentioned. So twenty grand then, are you look uh, for an influencer who's very influential, well known in the Irish circuits, uh, who has I don't know upwards of of ten, twenty, thirty thousand followers? How far will twenty grand get you? How many mentions might it get you on average? Say, um, something like that. Like you know, you'd want to be looking at maybe a hundred thousand plus followers. I okay. think to be to be seen as a as a proper influencer and to get that kind of money. Um, but you know, for twenty grand, 
that the influencer might agree to do four to five posts over the week. Okay. If they, if they have a, if they have a hundred thousand plus followers, and I mean again going back to the effective, effectiveness of influencer marketing, if you look at you know the world's youngest billionaire Kylie Jenner, you know her 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 whole uh, cosmetics company was built around her social media and being mm. able to have that influence over the massive younger generation on that social on those social media channels. So uh-huh. again, again, it's that point of you know we're trying to raise awareness around something so severe. Um, you could easily put billboards around the town, and you know you might get a couple of eyes. But at least with this with this channel of influencer marketing, you can you can see how many people have seen the message. Uh-huh. You can get an idea. You can get an idea because it's online. You can get an idea of how many people have clicked it and how many people what? are actually going through yeah. to the HSE website or something like that. You know. So so, so, so I suppose yeah. And 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 I was trying to explain earlier on that it isn't a case of just picking and choosing random people who have had a few viral videos. It would be people who are looked after by agencies or people like you or whatever. Uh, when I suppose the message is given out and that campaign is there, there has to be some you know uh, analytics. Uh, um, insight into how the campaign went and so on and you can work on that for the future so if it's seen that that influencer with 100k followers with the one week campaign of 20 grand uh, you know what would be seen as as worthwhile I guess that's up to the government I suppose or the HSE but I suppose it would be how many eyes and how many uh, clicks on the website say that's probably Uh, the best best evaluation is it? Absolutely and you can be guaranteed Mike that you know, the marketers who have chosen this person and have chosen what way they want to get the message out, you know, they're in digital. They would have they would have looked, and I'm in digital myself, they would have looked at the analytics, they would have looked at, the, you know, the type of people that are following this influencer, what their age range is, you know, how likely they are to pick up on a message and, and go with it and that kind of thing. So, you know, that would, that would have all been predetermined before selecting mm-hmm. the that would have been a very carefully chosen decision, you know. Okay, interesting, interesting insight. And may I just put forward the uh, the power of radio advertising as well, which is very, <laughs> very important in these times. Uh, Enda, thanks a, thanks a million for your call. I appreciate it. Thank you, Mike. All the best. Bye-bye. That's Enda who's in advertising and can sort of see the advantages of uh, young people being targeted uh, with the likes of 20 grand checks uh, to give a campaign of about a week. It's a good insight, actually, because none of us know uh, how this stuff works or how much influences are getting. Um, and I suppose how influential they are and I guess as I say it's, it's all through analytics so you can see how many click-throughs and so on and I guess the HSE can also whoever looks after marketing there can see how many people are clicking through to the safety guidelines um, and how many of those people are of a certain age demographic and so on so it's all very um, numbers based and so on So, but then again I suppose you, you could do that and a campaign could be given and then suddenly there's a mass party somewhere with a group of young people it's just it goes around in circles, I suppose. Uh, but anyway, it'll remain divisive. We'll see what happens if they are paid and how useful it is uh, in the not-so-distant future, I suppose, if they go for it. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.